Welcome in to the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning to some others. Good morning on the West Coast of the United States. Good morning to the Pacific Time Zone. Good evening to our international players and good afternoon to those on the East Coast in the United States of America. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs and I'm your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Yeah, you heard me. Don't get it twisted, panic. <laughs> There's only room for one of us in this here town. Ah. <laughs> actually, I'm kidding. It was actually a good interview. We'll talk about it. Welcome into the show. Let's see who is hanging out with us here on a Wednesday afternoon. Server sound off. You guys hit it. Hey, what's up, Brit? Server 149. Welcome into the show. Thorn on 15. Hello. Steven Zarin. Server 129. Hugs and cuddles on 29. The Aardvark on server 26. Welcome into the show. Zakara 136. Jayberg on 32. Hogan Stogie. Server 28. Welcome in. Blokeman on 138. And Sinclair on server 29. Hey, what's up, Witch on 15? How you doing? Chala also on 15. Fartasia, server 190. Admiral Neo on server 193. Hello and welcome into the show. Nostromo, server 30. Weg 2020, server 144. Virtual Army, European server 135. Hello, Remus server, server 14. Boaz, what's up? Lady Kess on server 15. Hello, Gallum on 21. European server 147 welcomes Lord Farquaad. Hello, Hank on the flagship server, server 15. How you doing? Vespa Man, European server 147. Hello, DeHagas on 16, Starbase on server 8. Welcome into the show, Burn Like Ice on server 143, Naxos 152. Hello there, Death Whisper, server 13. How you doing? Uh, let's see, Mergerless, server 13. <laughs> Am not to. Welcome into the show, buddy. Good to have you back. Steven Zaren says, good morning, 6.30 in the morning here. Andrew on server 148. Tevi Moza, server 20. Hello. Viper, server 130. Appreciate you being here, Grand Vampire, on server 34. Hudson on 146. Cassoni. Ka Kasani. Thank you. See, I didn't read well enough. Kasani. <laughs> server 36. How you doing? Lord Commander. Server 20. Hello, Star Fox on 146. Karkin on 15. Narvalin on 22. Maximus 247 on server 21. Welcome into the show. Weg on 144. Get a Rob Job. Server 8. Hello, Haven on 27. Welcome into the show. Chronic Break on server 18. And the list continues on. My gosh. Must be a good time of the day because I got 89 more messages there. So appreciate you guys being here. Welcome into the show. Your mics are potted up. And I'd like to welcome you guys to the Wednesday afternoon edition of Talking Trek Live. Now, uh, as we're doing our server roll call, I'm being told that our bot is not working. Is that it looks it looks okay. Uh, Snake Eyes, it looks like everybody who has just recently joined does in fact have a roll, unless you did that automatic unless you did that yourself. Uh, but it looks like everybody's got roles, so hopefully they're coming in and doing quite well. Welcome to all of our new guests. Uh, yeah, welcome. Appreciate you guys being here. Uh, looks like a couple of people did have a little bit of trouble, and then maybe they bounced back out. But nonetheless, it looks like uh, the bot's functioning, and we do have a nice full room here today. Welcome in to the show. Uh, guys, we got a lot to talk about today. I took Sunday off. Sunday was Father's Day, by the way. Uh, happy Father's Day, and uh, happy those who fill the Father's Roll Day, okay? As a matter of fact, I sent... Um, okay, what's going on? Beck says... 
that uh, oh no yeah not that bot <laughs> the, our sorting bot it's like our sorting hat in the Hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry we have a bot that sorts people into the role so when they join the discord snake eyes and I don't have to watch the green room they automatically get plugged in and can automatically live join the podcast so if you are just joining our talking trek podcast uh, discord server then welcome appreciate you being here um, so uh, anyway uh, Sunday was Father's Day I skipped the show Sunday to uh, to do some things with the family as a matter of fact let me show you uh we had we had a lot of fun uh this past sunday i hope you guys did too did you guys have a good father's day everybody do well and and have a good time there oh yeah yeah excellent excellent i i hope everybody did as a matter of fact i'm gonna try to show you a picture right here of what my wife made for dinner now listen those of you who have listened to my show uh with some uh, degree of regularity know that back when it was my birthday back in january there is a meal that my wife makes that's my all-time favorite meal and um it's um she only makes it once uh, usually once a year somehow somehow i suckered her into making it for father's day and i'm going to send you guys a picture here take a look at that gooey goodness ladies and gentlemen that right there is my wife's homemade uh from scratch lasagna oh you guys you don't even know you don't even know don't threaten me with a good oh man i tell you what i took a big old piece of that and i just smothered it all over her tummy and i just i went to town and i ate i ate it all <laughs> i'm kidding that's gross no i wouldn't wouldn't do that <laughs> i just ate it i ate, yeah i just ate it right off a plate what did the rest of the family have they had scraps viper scraps <laughs> yes huh well so homemade garlic bread yes kind of she did buy texas toast all right, so we had the Texas toast. She didn't home make the bread, but she had she made the recipe. So I'm just telling you, uh, I'm just telling you that was uh, that was how I capped off my Father's Day. And I tell you, I was in no condition to come and do a podcast after eating half a plate of that, uh, ha- half a half a tray. <laughs> it was it was I was in no position. Okay, uh, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, we've got some other stuff here. I want to show you guys this. So okay, my wife is not a Trekkie, guys. Okay, and I, I would love to get your all's feedback here real quick. My wife is not a Trekkie, okay? She, uh, she knows I love it, and she supports my love of it, okay? She, she loves that I do the podcast, and, and she tries to buy me relevant things. So she goes on to what she calls the official Star Trek store, okay? The official Star Trek store is what she referred to it as. Now, me personally, I have never seen this product, okay? I've never even seen this line of product. I'm sending you guys a picture now of what she got me for Father's Day. Now, guys, this is a blanket, okay? And, I, and it's a little bit it, not, you know, perfectly smooth because I took a picture while I was, I was landed on the counter. But she sent me this picture or uh, got me this blanket for Father's Day. And I was like, I've never seen anything like this, okay? I've never seen anything like this. She says, this is apparently a big thing in the Star Trek world. She was like, I was Googling this and this is all that kept coming up were cat pictures and Star Trek. So I, uh, I got online and I, uh, I, I Googled this Star Trek store because I thought maybe she didn't buy it from a real Star Trek store, you know, from a real fan, you know, uh, or, uh, you know, whatever. I, I, yeah, I thought it was kind of like a, a third party thing. Guys, I am going to throw this in the graphics room so anybody who wants to see can come back and take a look at this thing um, uh, who's listening on podcast. This is what she got. And uh, so I, I Google, all right, and by God, I kid you not, she, she did it all straight up. She went to, uh, and this, it was like star, store.startrek.com. I mean, it was official. It was official, and they've got all the properties. CBS trademark at the bottom, 
Okay, uh, they had all the properties. They've got this cat series. Okay, for the for every Star Trek property ever. Okay, check out check this out, guys. I just put this in the graphics room. Look at the Starfleet logo in the bottom right hand corner. Okay, check this out. Chick, uh, Truck and Chick says I've seen these before. I've never seen them before. I've never even heard of it. But absolutely amazing. All right. <laughs> Tabby Moses says, too bad you're not video-based, DJ. That could be your background. Uh, it very well may end up being uh, our, our Discord server uh, banner. I might do something like that or find a way to put it on the website. Take a look at the graphics room, guys. That's the Starfleet uh, medallion, if you will, with a cat inside it. <laughs> I loved it. So She got me that, and it was great. It was absolutely beautiful. I loved it. So, yeah, that was a great Father's Day gift. You know, for the last several Father's Days, she has done something somewhat Trek-related. I think a couple of years ago, she got me a cake that was in the shape of a Star Trek insignia. So, uh, or the combat. So, just really, really cool. Lots of fun. Trek and cats seems awesome to me, says Cassoni. I uh, I dug it. But that's that's how I spent my Father's Day. It was a wonderful, glorious day, and I hope that you guys got an equal amount of enjoyment and uh, and love from family or to family or whatever your case may be. And and you know, I said this on Mother's Day. Uh, and uh, I, as a matter of fact, I even sent our dear friend, uh, Miss Gala, a message on Mother's Day. And I said, uh, happy uh, mothers who have to be Father's Day, okay? Because there's a lot of them out there, okay? So uh, don't you worry, single mommies. I got you on lock. Happy mothers who have to be Father's Day to you as well, okay? We appreciate and we love everybody who does anything for the youth and the children of, uh, of this world to make them uh, grow up in a better, happier place. Food on the table, clothes on their back and an education in their brain okay we appreciate all of you guys yep absolutely uh it is time debt dealer let's get it on right now it's time for the stupid news stupid news it is time for the news let's see what we got going on here today folks time for the news Yeah, Boaz has got the latest news about the odd and the stupid in the world. Let's see what we can find. Uh, Apple is in the news and closing 11 stores around the country after a mild surge in coronavirus cases. Apple uh, did say that they wanted to play it safe. They're not 100% sure that it's coronavirus. I mean, let's face it, after all, coronavirus symptoms include feeling lightheaded and shortness of breath, which are the same feelings you get when you see the price of a brand new iPhone. So there, there is that. They just wanted to play it safe and make sure everybody, <laughs> make sure everybody's good. Uh, get this, guys. A statue of former president Teddy Roosevelt is being removed from New York's public library because it, quote, glorifies colonialism and racism. New Yorkers uh, say that they don't need it there anymore. They already have a monument to suffering. It's called the New York Knicks. (laughs) Uh, Russian Russian President Vladimir Putin suggested that he may run, ladies and gentlemen, for a fifth term in 2024. They actually have a term now for uh, people who oppose him. It's called missing. (laughs) 
Bitcoin. Yes, that's their that's their term. Uh, Elon Musk, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Elon Musk has sold his LA mansion for twenty nine million dollars. It's in one of those parts of LA that's so fancy that the junkies even ask for Bitcoin. Uh, but yeah, he's already cleaned out everything. They got everything out in record time. Cleaned out everything except for a book of baby names, which was apparently never opened. Uh, so <laughs> there is that. Uh, a school has been... <laughs> thank you. A school has been forced to apologize. Ladies and gents, you can't make stuff like this up. A school has been forced to apologize after it told pupils to plan their own funeral as homework during the lockdown. Parents reacted angrily after they found out that St. Paul's Catholic Church in Leicester, England, had assigned year eight pupils this morbid assignment. They were told to choose the style of coffin, types of flowers, favorite hymns, and even select their guest list. The youngsters were also asked if they'd prefer a traditional burial or a cremation. Some parents stated that the assignment was way over the top, and others added that it would cause a lot of fear uh, during this pandemic. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, I think I mean I don't know how you I don't, I don't know how you feel about it. I think most of us would probably choose cremation uh, with all the eating we're doing during lockdown. It's our last chance at having a smoking hot body. <laughs> Get it? Smoking hot. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so it's very stupid today. Thank you. A study by Colorado State University found that women are less likely to date a man who has a cat in his profile picture. Guys, you can't make this stuff up. It's funny because if women stay that picky, they're going to stay single forever and wind up getting their own cat. Okay. But yeah, they're less likely to date a man who has a cat in his profile picture. So if you're thinking about taking a profile picture with a cat, guys, better hit the pause button. <laughs> Seattle authorities. <laughs> Seattle authorities are moving to dismantle the autonomous nation of CHOP. Have you guys heard about this? I have I have not apparently kept up with this, but apparently they uh, they created this autonomous nation of CHOP after a string of shootings inside the police-free zone. The people of CHOP could read the writing on the wall, which makes sense because they probably spray-painted it there. Uh, despite all the backlash, uh, CHOP was a pretty warm place, they say, mostly from <laughs> most of the burning buildings, but uh, you get it. Um, but yeah, it's said that CHOP will go down as the big, as the second biggest disaster in Seattle history, right after the Mariners. Okay, so you got that. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, yes, the Mariners. Finally, North Korea is uh, is making a little bit of a stink here, guys. I don't know if you've heard about this. North Korea is threatening to create, and I quote, a sensational event, end quote, that will lead to the destruction of America. That's what they say. North Korea says they're going to end America. Someone should tell them we really don't need any help. All right, we got this on lock. We're doing just, <laughs> we're doing just fine on our own, ladies and gentlemen. There is your stupid news. Did you guys, uh, did you guys miss it? Have you missed the stupid news? It's been a whole week. No, that was those were pretty good. Other than the, it's not the New York Public Library. Oh, was it not? That's what the story said. It must have been a must have been no, a typo. No, it's the American Museum of Natural History ah, where that statue's at. So it's an even more appropriate location, you know, to where it is. Like, exactly. Of All right. Well, uh, <laughs> Shinjo says I wouldn't say that I missed it. 
Uh, but at least Britt didn't do it on Sunday. <laughs> Tavi Boza says, we missed you, DJ. It's not the news. I uh, know. You guys love to hate on my news. You love to hate on my news, but that's uh, that's what it is. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the show. Yes, Aardvark. <laughs> Aardvark says, you had a whole week, and that's the best you could do? Uh, sorry. Okay. Le- Lester, sir. Lord Farquaad says uh, the UK place is pronounced Lester, sir. Okay. Sorry about that. Lester, Lester, sir. All right, guys. Welcome into the show. Like Wister. Uh, wi- Lord Lester, Wister. No, I'm definitely not saying that right now. <laughs> Sorry. We'll move on. We'll come back to the mispronunciation of uh, of uh, English cities later on. Guys, we uh, we had a lot of stuff. You know what? I, I take that back. We didn't have a whole lot of stuff happen in the last week. As a matter of fact, Gregor and I were talking about this last night. Now, I know Gregor couldn't be here today. He actually had a huge work thing going on, so I don't think he's actually going to be here. But we were actually talking last night. He said, hey, what are you going to do the show on tomorrow? I said it should be easy to come up with something because we've been off for a week, right? We've been off for a week. We, the last show we did was last Wednesday. It should be easy to come up with something. So we sat there for a minute, and we were thinking, gosh, not a heck of a lot going on. <laughs> the Outlaw Arc, Arc 1, is getting ready to wrap up. I don't know exactly um, how many days are left in that. We don't have a ton of time left in that. Here, I'll take a look for you real quick for those of you uh, listening. Uh, my battle pass is complete. I actually completed it w- with a ton of extra time. Um, so for those yeah. of you, uh, for those of you who who were trying to figure out if you can still make it up, I think they did very, very good with the uh, with the points distribution. They actually gave us a lot more buffer than they used to. So I was actually really, really pleased with that. Yeah, we still got basically three event days. We got two days and twenty one hours as of right now, um, and this is Wednesday. So you still got three event days. We got uh, the uh, battle for glory that's happening right now, and we're gonna have. One more event that lasts two days, just like they always do, okay? One more event that lasts two days for you to get your points and finish out your battle pass. Now, the interesting thing is uh, is that it has been a little bit slow. Now, he- here's what I'm going to say, okay? I'm going to draw some correlation. Now, I know I saw the video. Uh, I saw the video, uh, Star Fox or a uh, blokeman that says Rev is heavily hinting at more mud. I can't say that I disagree, okay? And I'll tell you why. Now, first of all, we don't know, okay? They haven't told us anything, but we actually, Rev and I had a conversation about this, and it kind of makes a little bit of sense. Go back four months. Let's go back, actually, almost, well, I guess about four and a half, uh, well, almost five months, whatever. Four months ago, we were at this point in Borg Arc 1, and what was the same thing we said? We said the same thing. I I even mentioned this to Gregor last night. I said, I remember you telling me that you were actually kind of disappointed with the quote-unquote Borg content that was Borg Arc 1. And guys, if you remember, let's let's put on our memory caps, okay, and go back about four months ago. We kind of all felt the same way, that we felt like it, it started out just a little bit slow. But golly, Arc 2 and Arc 3 got amazing. Even Arc 4, in theory, was amazing. I think we missed the mechanic, but, you know, not to beat a dead horse. But, but Arc 1, we all said the same thing. There was actually a decidedly uh, a noticeable lack of Borg content. Okay, we were leading up. We had the story. Okay, we had the missions that led us into the Borg. But guys, remember what we did in Borg Arc One? There was no Vidar. There were no Borg tactical probes. Okay, there were no Borg Matas. All right, Borg Arc One was literally kind of exactly what we got right now, which was some recycled events. Okay, a couple of cool missions. Right, uh, we got some Borg officers. You guys remember? 
Okay, same kind of thing. Same kind of thing. So uh, we've got you know Outlaw Arc One, which feels eerily similar. So this is why I'm going to go out on a limb and say I feel like we got more to come. Okay, nobody knows this to be fact. Nobody has shared anything. As a matter of fact, even Scopely has been decidedly quiet on this. When Borg started, we got a splash page that said. Borg's Arc 1, 2, and 3 are coming. Complete them all and get a special epic prize. <laughs> you guys remember that? You remember the epic promise for 90 days? Okay. Um, we, we haven't even gotten that this time. Okay. So Scopely has been a little bit careful about promoting how long this is going to last. Okay. But I think it can't end here. Okay. We've got, we've got mud with no crew, no synergy. We've got a storyline that kind of finished right in the middle, that kind of finished with, hey, choose a side, okay? Even after we chose a side, Mud still came, because I'm sure most people probably chose Khan, all right? But even after, it doesn't matter who you chose, even after you made that choice, Mud came back and asked you for a little bit of help, all right, with his bounty hunter friends, okay? Because he had no crew, all right? So... It feels to me like the story is is stuck right here in the middle. All right, we got an officer with no synergy. We have no um, nothing content wise aside from the missions. We've had nothing completely brand new. Okay, so so here's why Rev and I have agreed that there must be more coming. All right, we're drawing the correlation back to Borg Arc One when we were saying the same thing. Okay, when we when we said the same thing, we said, "Gosh, this is not very Borgy," okay, but it got very Borgy <laughs> in the last in the last two arcs and and you know the third arc as well. It got really Borgy, okay, um, and so for that reason and that reason alone, I feel like there's more to come. Now, I'm sure you guys are intelligent people. You guys have probably put two and two together in your head and feel like there's probably more to come. And you know what? I could, uh, Rev and I could both end up with egg on our face, you know? Scopely might look at this and say one plus one equals three, okay? That, that could happen. They could decide to move on to something different, okay? I don't know what Scopely's plans are. But I would say that common sense probably uh, indicates that we get more, okay? The story is not finished. Okay, we don't have anything more on these uh, augment officers and Khan. We don't have anything more with Mud and his crew. Okay, I think we're not done. That's my opinion. Okay, could be, could be, but I don't think we're done. Zakara says there's supposed to be an event store, so maybe another arc uh, with the event store. Panic did say, and he confirmed to me, and, and I probably should have mentioned this in a previous episode. He confirmed. Okay, that there will be an event store. This is official news. Okay, not even in the Q&A. I asked him personally about it, and Rev asked him personally about it in a content creators meeting, and he said, yes, there will be an event store. Okay, so I, I think that there is more to come. Okay, uh, vitamin uh, THC, yo, Vita. He said, let's hope so. So far, this has been a disappointment. Vita, go back four months. We said the same thing about Borg Arc 1, and it got really good. Okay, it got really good. I do think that this one has started a little slow and the amount of mining uh, and the amount of uh, hostile killing has been super grindy this arc. I don't think anybody will disagree. It's been very grindy. However, 
we did get a good thing. <laughs> we got a bonus refinery. How? Yeah, a little slow. I don't disagree, buddy. I, I, I mean, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be fair and balanced. It's been slow. Okay, this arc has, has gotten off to a very slow start. But again, okay, and I've said this three times, I don't want to keep repeating myself. Go back to Borg Arc 1. We said the exact same thing. Okay, we said the exact same thing. Borg Arc 1 was also slow. Star Fox says, yeah, bonus refinery a week earlier than expected. I don't know that we actually had a time frame on it. He told us that it, that it was coming in July. Okay, now we got it. Hey, <laughs> I ain't complaining a bit. I hope that that was sprung on us. Okay, I hope it was sprung on us and we still get one in July. Okay, hey, one can hope, right? I think the bonus refinery would be great to make that a, a monthly feature. I don't know how likely that is to happen, but that would be great. All right, I thoroughly enjoyed, and I hope, you know, I, I was even joking, I think it was with Snake Eyes the other day, I said, wow, I wonder who is going to blame us. <laughs> I wonder if anybody is going to blame us for saying that the bonus refinery was supposed to come in July, and so they didn't have enough banked up to do a full bonus refinery <laughs> for all three cycles uh, here in June. I, I kind of predicted that. I said, I wonder if someone's going to get mad at us because we said it was going to be in July. Nobody said anything, by the way, so hopefully you got plenty of stuff. Uh, hopefully you had enough raw materials to refine uh, all three. So, uh, but uh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. I know, uh, Stevens Aaron says you're going to get the blame anyway. So far, nobody said anything. So far, nobody said anything. Uh, Truck and Chick says, hey, we got a board or a news game announcement, and uh, they say they're still trying to figure out how to get us the Borg officers going forward. So here's, here's the thing. Here's the announcement, and uh, Chick, if you don't care, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to throw this into the graphics room. Oh, why can't I copy that? Unable to copy image preview. Okay, must have some kind of weird lock on that. Um, yeah, that's weird. Okay, well, you know what? Don't worry, truck and chick, because I have my own. <laughs> I got my own, and I'll throw it into the graphics room. This was a news center announcement, guys. Um, and let's see where. Okay, I'm in the graphics room. A news center announcement that came up and said, "Hey, listen, here's just a, a couple of quick updates. This is what we got working on." Uh, and for, I'm sure everybody has seen this, but just in case, okay, just in case you have not, uh, this happened yesterday. For those of you on iOS, there was a uh, client update in the uh, Apple Store. So make sure you go download that. Once you do, you're going to see everything that was up in the event store tab move down to the Borg Tech Refinery tab. Okay, that is your charged nanoprobes refinery for reputation, for credits and independent credits. That has been moved into the Borg Tech Refinery tab in your refinery. Yay, I have more red dots, <laughs> more red notifiers that I can't use. Uh, that I don't want to use. I hate seeing that number nine up there. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, you guys can check that out. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't a super big big fan of that move. But I mean, it's fine. It, it, I, you know what I say? I'm not a fan. It's just different, and I don't care. Truly, I don't care. Uh, so anyway, that's where that is. However, the news center announcement also said the team is working on a plan to allow acquisition of Borg officer shards outside of the Borg arc. Okay, now. Um, <laughs> Chick says it's called adding them to the Epic Officer tab. Okay, listen, I don't, uh, I don't think that they don't know how to do it, guys. Okay, I think they're looking at, uh, at, at when to do it. Did, okay, raise, uh, raise your hands or speak up. Did anybody listen to Panic's podcast with developer Keenzer? Because uh, yes, I, I, I listened. To, I actually thought it was really good. Okay, you guys, you guys are going to tease me I felt because it should have been on this show. So I just refused to. Well, thank you, Omicron. Thank attention. you, Omicron. I appreciate that very much. I even told Panic. I said, you know what? I've been after developer Keenzer since I started this show. Uh, and then you developed. This is what they wrote. We created a new podcast series called the Commander's Hub. 
in which Panic talked to Keenzer. Now, listen, at the end of the day, I totally get why they're not going to sit me in a room with developer Keenzer, okay? I mean, I understand their mentality on it. I would very much like to do that. I even offered to pre-record it like Panic did, okay? And, uh, and, and, you know, edit it down and give him a final copy before we publish it, yada, 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 all the stuff. The problem is... Uh, or, or not the problem, the benefit that I'm going to have, <laughs> the benefit that I would have is that I could probably edit it and publish it a little faster than four weeks. <laughs> panic, I'm, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you, Panic. Uh, but it was clearly out of date. Okay, it was, oh, at yeah. le- it was at least a few weeks old because he had talked about server mergers. Okay, Talked about server mergers and why they weren't happening, yet we already got one. And we've got a second one happening this week. Okay, so uh, the the podcast was was at least a few weeks old. Now, you know, Chala says Keenzer don't like me. He 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 may not. I don't know. I don't know. I've never spoken to him, so I don't know that he would have a reason to like me or not like me. Um, but I will say this. Okay, Keenzer was incredibly well spoken. The interview actually provided a couple of answers that I really liked. Okay, uh, Panic I think did a fine job. And uh, I actually appreciated that interview much, much more than his previous one. I, I, I gave Panic a little bit of grief after his first podcast because, well, we all did, right? It was, it, was, uh, it was a little silly and a little fluffy. This one was actually good. Okay, guys, there was some good information. He talked about server mergers and why uh, they were taking the path that they were. And you know what? Four weeks ago, that would have been breaking news. Okay. Um, he talked about uh, we got to know Keenzer a little bit. Yeah, Keenzer is a Trekkie. I mean, legit grew up, watched Trek, knows Trek, knows all the properties. Okay. Uh, and I know that that doesn't matter for a lot of the people who were worried about the game, but I thought, you know, and, and again, you know, there is a science to interviewing people, humanizing people. Okay. How many of you guys listened to that interview and actually felt like you had something in common with Keenzer? Because I did. Okay, I did. All right. And part of interviewing, and I don't listen, I'm not sure that Panic did this on purpose or not. Okay. He might have just been making conversation. But part of interviewing somebody is to make them relatable. Okay. To make them humanized to your audience. Okay. Find something in common so you're interested in the interview. I was interested in what Keenzer had to say. Okay. So uh, the, the podcast, Chick says, were, were no good content in a timely manner. I agree that they were out of date. But we did get a couple of interesting nuggets there. Okay. We, we found out uh, about the server merges. We found out about officers. Okay. He even said this. He said in the, uh, in the interview, okay, that, that officers, listen, the reason that they're not just released is because they plan on, uh, these things are segmented time-wise. Okay, think about this, guys. We are all at, at, X, at X point in the timeline, okay? We are right here, X point, present time, right here. F- for most of us who have been in the game for over a year, we are developmentally, okay, development-wise, we're at the same place in the timeline, okay? Someone may have joined the game two or three months after me, Okay, but developmentally, we are at the same place. We are at the leading edge. We are getting all the brand new content, right? When something is released, we're getting it. All right. One of Panic's questions, one of Panic's questions was, "Do you feel that the content is being released to an ops level that's too high for new players to be able to participate in?" And he was saying that because of the Vidar being ops twenty-five. 
Okay, he was talking about that because of Borgmatas, and you had to have an ACC. Okay, so there there was some validity to that question. All right, now what his response was was actually interesting. Okay, now you guys are giving him a really hard time in the chat room right now. <laughs> Even Rev says stupid news better than that podcast, guys. You, you're missing some of the subtle answers that we got. So let me break it down for you. Why are the Borg officers not in the packs right now? Can anybody legitimately answer that? Not because they don't want to or not because they're trying to make us pay for it. Give me the answer that came out of that podcast. Because the answer was given. Does anybody remember it? McRock says, I didn't listen to it, didn't think it was worth it. Zula says, more Borg stuff coming. Blokeman says, enough with the subtlety, give us an actual answer. Here's what he said. Okay, and I'm paraphrasing. What he said was, is that the younger ops level players, we will have the benefit of running this content again. These pods, okay, we learned during our last interview with Panic that there's teams dedicated to certain ops levels. Okay, they, there are pods that are working to, uh, on specific developmental cycles for all ops players. Okay, of course, we've got, we got pods working on whale content. We've got pods working on level 15 comp, uh, content. We've got pods working on uh, every ops bracket in between. Okay, the Borg officers can't flood the market. According to Keenzer, they can't flood the market because that's going to take away their value for the next time that this is run for the next generation of players. Okay? So, uh, Dur- he did say that there were pods working on bugs. <laughs> so, the PR version of we're, we need more money from these guys. The, well, they plan on running this content again. Okay? They plan on running the content again. Now, whether or not you feel like it's, you know, to get more money out of you, I think is actually missing the point. I think <laughs> to to be callous about well, to it. Maintain their value. To, you, exactly. To be callous about it, they want to get money from the stuff, next so. generation of player. <laughs> okay? Yeah. They want to get, get money. I mean, listen, if we paid for it, then why should an Ops 20 get it for free? Now, guys, think about this just for a second. Okay? We say that we're not happy with that, but think about it. If we paid for these officers, do we really want them being earnable for free to an Ops 20? I mean, yeah. yes. Okay. You Absolutely. say that. Well, you pay you to guys, get premium access, which means ahead of time, not only you. I don't disagree. But now we got to be fair. If we're going to use that mentality, we got to use that same mentality for the G4 ships. We got to use that same mentality for the VIP community. We can't have it both ways. All right, now PS. Agreed. I'm not. I'm not taking sides here. I'm playing devil's advocate. That was what Keenzer said. Okay. Uh, Blokeman says yes. I think we should over a long time. You know, Ardvark says eventually yes. Um, okay. So you guys are, are okay. I, then you know what? I, I was kind of thinking on the wrong side of this. Okay. Snake Eyes is, is kind of bringing up the devil's advocate point, which is they need to earn it with time or money just like we did. I kind of don't – I mean, I, I see that point. I do see that point. Okay. Uh, Aardvark says we rent early access. <laughs> well, okay, maybe, I guess. Um, the Bear says yes, time and grinding stow. Blokeman all says yes over time. Well, then, you know, maybe this is a piece of feedback that we need to send in. But I also think that Scopely is looking at these officers not as a one-time run, one and done. I think they're wanting to recycle some of these events for later iterations. Uh, and, and, and that's fair. Two or three more auctions. If they for, do that, you know, then they the need to bring back Harrison in the same way to... and other officers as well. I don't disagree. Hey, we've been screaming for Harrison for a year now. 
year and a half. Yeah, but he's he's broken. Get that one out of your mind. Here's <laughs> the big thing, BJ. The reason it's such a problem is because even Server 43, which you know is only two months old, mm-hmm. already has whales that have Borg officers. Those are incredibly overpowered for the age of the server. So unless you can get those officers yourself as a free-to-play, it's just another way that the whales can continue to stomp on the little people. Okay. I don't. I mean, again, I don't personally have an opinion, okay, to be honest with you. I, I, I'm playing devil's advocate in, in the argument here, but I, I see both sides of it. If they feel like... Uh, if they feel like they want to run these events, I mean, can you guys imagine? Uh, imagine for a second that uh, six months from now, or or twelve months from now, there's another three months of Borg arc that come out that are focused on players a lot lower than we are, that give them the opportunity to earn what we already earned. Um, I, I am not a big fan of recycled content. Okay, personally, I, I hate recycled content. But you got to think for a level in twelve months, a level twenty is not even in the game today. All right, 12 months from now, somebody who's Ops 20 doesn't exist. That is a brand spanking new player. Okay? They've never seen the content. So, well, uh, let me ask you, Rev, all right, because I don't know how this works. All right? Again, I've, I've said this before. I'm not a gamer. Okay? Um, my boys just downloaded an 80 or what was it? A 50 gig update to, to Fortnite. Okay? I, I don't know what that's about. That seems massive, okay? But let me ask you this. It, with other gaming companies, with other games, with other products, what do new players who come into the game, what is their experience like? Do they get to experience all of the events and all of the stuff that comes through, or are they just missing out on stuff that happened before they arrived? No, they get to experience everything. It's like if you jumped on Star Trek Online or World of Warcraft and all those other things, you can go through the same expansions everybody else does. The whole reason they re-released Vanilla is because there was so much content in a lot of these old games is they said, hey, let's take you back to day one so you can feel new again. Okay. Yeah. All right. They don't hide it behind and then they never go back to it. I mean, okay. That stuff stays part of the game. jump you forward. I kind of feel like Rev just... And be like, here's your skips. Yeah, and just levels. to take another, yeah, another step is most MMOs will actually provide some form of financial pact where if you don't want to do the grind through everything you can skip and jump all the way to the latest content and just power level to like level 40 okay so now rev you're kind of making in my opinion scopely's point for them okay we as a community hate the fact that you can pay to skip or pay to stomp on people we hate that okay we argue against that all the way all the time we want a free-to-play path we want it to be equal to the whales we don't want the whales to be able to pay to beat us Okay, so we argue against that very point. Second of all, if a new player joins right here, right now, today, and by the way, Rev uh, 43 is no longer the newest server. Somebody joined and got to server 44 yesterday. Yeah, that one launched three weeks ago, 44 and 45. I didn't even know. 44 and 45, less than a month old. Now, are those players going to get to experience the Borg 3 arcs? Not in this game. Not in this game, but if Scopely is saying that they want to allow them to do that, then why should why, why should we argue against that? Because Scopely's timetable is like a year from now. So like your argument is in a couple of months, a level 20 is a new player. Well, it's not like Scopely's running through these every couple of months. Separate event took a year. I mean, Battle for Glory takes several months until it started becoming a recycled event. The augments took over a year. It's not like they have these things just packaged. Oh, every quarter we're going to bring you back board content. Who knows how long it's going to take? I personally, I don't see it coming back in the next six months. I, I wouldn't even. Exactly. I, I think it could be a year. 
to be honest with you, nine, nine months, 12 months, I think that could happen. But is that not the time? I mean, how, how valuable is that content if all of the players have already earned all the officers for free before that point? Well, the value in the content was what we harped on for three months, bro. It was the event store. It wasn't necessarily just one particular Borg officer because most people who grinded only got maybe one officer or two. There's still tons of that event that most people don't have, even the whales. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, I don't and again, see and again, I, I don't locking it back behind a paywall again. Well, I mean, it's not behind a paywall. Right now, there's no wall. There is literally yeah. no way to obtain them. And, and so, and again, it's a different world. I, I'm not, please don't misunderstand. I'm not arguing, guys, that they should never become available. But I, I do kind of understand why they shouldn't be immediately f- flooding the market for free with ultra recruit tokens. I mean, I do see that point. All right. Now, I'm, maybe there's a way to do it in such a way that, you know, you don't, you know, I, I mean, you don't ruin the value of those officers. I, I don't know. Rev, what would be your solution? What, what do you feel should happen with the Borg officers, you know, next month? I think that Borg officers need to be added into the event store rotation and then simply have some form of arc that runs through an event store at least once a quarter. Do you so feel like the outlaws, it needs to end in an event store, and those type of officers, Zal, Borg, need to be available, which means it makes people choose. So they can't get all of them. They have to choose what they want. Actually, and still keep things on demand. Actually, I completely love that idea. I, that's a fantastic idea. All right, because again, I don't think putting them in the ultra recruit chest, guys, is the right answer if you want to maintain their value. Okay, and, and I, ah, sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, but I mean, that's kind of how I feel. All right. Um, so you know, hey, putting them, you know, Andrew says kind of the same thing. Reb just said, why not put them in a different tab with a different type of token and gate it at an ops level that's appropriate. I again, you and Reb are kind of saying the same thing. I like it. Okay, and Stevens Aaron says Zal is currently available in the Crucible of War Gold Trophy recruit chest, and you're right; it's not available by uh, guys. By the way, in the Battle for Glory uh, recruit chest, it's available only in the very limited edition Crucible of War uh, recruit chest. All right, so again, they're making Zal. See, I think the way they're doing Zal is actually correct, and I, and I Rev, I guess that's what you're saying. You want to see what mm-hmm. they did with Zal uh, done in a similar fashion with the Borg officers, yeah? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want to hold value, which basically means, hey, we want to be able to charge for this layer down the line. I got no problem. It's a company. It's a business. Then you still need to provide some way. And and, and also think of it this way, if you're Scopely, is if you keep making the event store have more and more options, then you're making things even more rare because people aren't getting the same things. I mean, if I have the choice between getting Enterprise Blueprints or upgrading my Zao, if I'm like a fresh level 34, that's a very difficult choice for a lot of people. It is. And, and it allows for the game to be, quote unquote, different for somebody who's done everything the same as another 34 up to that point. It allows customization in your build, in your crew, mm-hmm. in your ships and your game okay aardvark says nothing in this game has retained value i disagree all right i disagree and and now listen value to you that may be a different story but value as far as monetary equivalent in the game the enterprise i remind you if you purchased every single blueprint is still 18 months later 19 months later guys is still a one thousand dollar ship okay so i mean you know yeah it got a little bit cheaper than it was originally, but it still cost a thousand dollars. Okay, that's a level thirty-four ship. We got people flying around in in level fifty ships now. Okay, I saw an Enterprise A on my server. Who was it? Who's got it? I think it's uh, Sylvan. 
I don't even remember who it is. I saw an Enterprise A on server 15. What a magnificent ship. Beautiful. Absolutely glorious. Was that Sylvan's? I, I don't remember whose it was. It, it'd have to be. It's either Sylvan or Callan. They're the only level 50s we got. All right. Yep. But, uh, yeah, a beautiful ship. Beautiful. All right. So, hey, you know what? We don't need to make the whole show about this, but I love Reb's idea. You know what? That's an idea I could totally get behind, buddy. And, 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 and you know what? As a community, we got to be understanding and, and, uh, and understand part of the business model here. I, I, I get that. But uh, I do want to make them available somehow. I'm with you. I want them to be available somehow, but I know why they're not just throwing it in the ultra chest, okay? Which I know is what you guys want, but they're not going to. Yeah, and Keynes have said as much. And it's, they've made a great stride in, in marginal improvements. Basically, a grind available. Like, the fact that we now can get over double the amount of independent tokens we were, a day we were getting before. Little stuff like that. Just simply make it to where you can actually grind for it. It's the same argument I had with the Devor. When it was buy only, I hated it. Mm-hmm. If you give Even if it takes months that you can grind for it for free, I'm happy. So if it takes somebody four months to grind for five of ten, but she's basically a poor man's Zhao and works great with mitigation, people are going to do that. And it gives value. And then you can spend a little bit of extra money if you want once that big event like the Borg event comes around to make that character better instead of just simply never having it. I love it. <clears throat> and I agree completely. Uh, Sinclair says badges. We're going to come around to that because uh, I think that that is probably the next logical step on Scopely's economy roadmap. Vita says, yeah, as far as independent credits, now we're looking at seven years instead of 14. Vita, now I understand the logic behind what you're saying, but I'm also going to point out that most players in this game, okay, and, and I forgive me for maybe sounding abrasive or offensive, most players in this game are never going to ever accumulate enough shards to max out every officer that requires independent credits. So don't yeah. look at it. Don't look at it as a seven years. You know what? A month ago, it was still 14 years, okay? And in one small developmental change, Scopely cut it in half, more than in half, by the way. Okay, Scopely cut it in half, uh, probably more, probably 55 to 57 percent, okay, with one change. I feel like other changes can come that are going to help that. But again, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. How long? Okay, you say seven years to get all the badge or independent credits. How long is it going to take you to get all the shards? Okay, probably not seven years, but definitely longer than the next month. Okay, so I I mean, I've always been with Gregor on that argument. I get it. It's true. It's it's a pain, but truthfully you're not going you're, you're not even putting in you, you have no desire to maximize all those officers anyway there's a select group of officers that you want to maximize you got it. credits. You things got like it. one of ten you're never upgrading one of ten with credits or it's not worth it true oh DC yeah maybe <laughs> con sure yeah but most of them no you're not upgrading most of those officers well vita makes the argument for domination but you know what there's a lot of common officers you could spend to do that too <laughs> okay, so I mean, again, there's multiple options and multiple ways to do this, uh, and grind is a part of it, and time is a part of it, and marathon is a part of it, guys. It's not a sprint, okay? Not a sprint. All right, uh, let's do this. Let's take a very quick break. When we return, uh, we've got a little bit more to talk about regarding a server merge, a brand new one. Rev servers 194 and 195 are getting the merge, but. Are the parameters the same as what they were for 191 and 192? Uh, I think that they're actually a little bit different. I think Scopely is spreading their wings, and we're going to talk about it coming up right after the break. Don't go anywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is a live taping of Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll return in a moment.
This program is made possible in part by a grant from Dove Bars, chocolate-covered soap on a stick that's one-quarter cleansing cream, three-quarters ice cream. Looking for a gift Dad really wants? Father's Day Getaways will send your family on a trip so Dad can stay home and get some peace and quiet. Look at all these options. I'm looking. It's over here, honey. Stop yelling at me. I wasn't yelling. Pick a cruise, a flight, even a bus tour. Dad doesn't care. He just wants you out. Mom says I didn't do my chores, but I already did my chores. His bed isn't made. I'm making it. Don't yell at me. So don't waste money buying ties or baking cakes. Leave the travel to us and leave Dad the f*** alone. Oh, this is the best Father's Day ever. Thank you. Welcome in to Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back into the show. Your mics are potted up. And during the break, uh, you guys continued your conversation into domination, officer badges, XP, ship XP, and uncommon materials, and uh, lots of discussion happening there. And it all comes down to one thing, guys. And again, your mics are potted up. Feel free to touch in. You guys are all talking about uh, changes in the economy, right? Every single one of you are talking about, well, I need more badges. Well, I need uncommon. Well, I need, uh, I need uh, the, the, the upgrade my ship so I can use the XP. I can't afford all the building upgrades, and I need more steel, and I need more titanium. You guys are all talking about economy upgrades. So let's very briefly touch on the economy for just a second. Okay, we don't need no stinking badges. You're not. You're you're wrong, Rev. We all need the badges. We need badges. 
All right, Star Fox says, I just want to be able to grind for it as much as I want to. Sinclair says, no, we need more uncommons. Again, you guys are all talking about all this stuff in the economy. Now, let's, uh, let's talk here for a second about uh about the economy just for a second okay because i was actually talking and i saw a comment in here that that made me shudder okay this this made me this made me shudder maximus says i don't understand why a two-year-old server looks the same as the one that's two months old okay now i i i kind of disagree with that statement and and i'm going to explain why there was another uh, statement in here uh saying the same thing when you've played this game for three months and still can't participate in some of the events there's something wrong rev we've talked about how the game economy is different at the lower levels do you believe that someone who's played the game for three months should be at ops 20 by now Oh, easily. I, because I easily. think so. I, I would think so. Somebody who's played this game for three months. Okay, well, level. It's funny you mentioned that. Did, did we talk about this last time? If you go back and watch my videos, remember when I started like at the end of January? Early yeah, February? you told me that you were, I think, an ops I was level 15. 16. 16, okay, yeah. And that was, I started at the end of November. So in, in today's game, now Sinclair says, yes, I did it in a month. Aardvark says, absolutely, okay? Battledroid says, why are they creating new servers when they need to merge servers, okay? So again, this goes back to what Keenzer said about time cycles, okay? I, I agree with one thing that Scopely is doing, and Rev, you, you agree or disagree or not. If you mm-hmm. opened a server right now, all right, to take in brand spanking new level one accounts, and you put it on a server where there's already 2,000 players uh, who are, you know, the average, let's say the average ops level is 30, 32. Let's say 32. Uh, anybody on 15, I'm going to say that I believe our average ops level on server 15 is probably somewhere between 30 and 32. Does anybody disagree? And it may even be higher than that, to be honest with you. But I'm going to say between 30 and 32. Mac, you're on server 15. What do you think, buddy? You're an admiral or, or a, a commodore in an alliance. I feel like uh, Sinclair says ours is probably close to 36. Um, I, here's the thing. You can't put level one players on your server, Sinclair. You can't do it. So you're opening new servers. Now, what I think needs to happen with these new servers is they got to watch them really close. I think they should be taking and, and having merges relatively early. Because I think a lot of times you're going to see a bunch of downloads of this game, and you're probably – Rev, what do you think the churn rate is here? I bet it's high. I bet it's 70 to 80%. Yeah, I'd probably have to agree. And there's a lot of people that end up sticking. I'd actually probably say that the churn is a little bit lower than other games of its style because the demographic is – more aimed towards you know people my age your age not a bunch of kids who get bored in 30 seconds but still there's a lot of turnover there and and just to put on your point i mean my server's been around as long as yours my account's at 12 million power at level 36 i'm not even in the top 100 so i mean the disparity you would have with a whole bunch of new players coming in Mm -hmm. with people with enterprises and valdors and pillums and it's because keep in mind y'all complain right now about the fact that i can come down and swoop you at like level 26 well the guy who don't even know how to play the game getting swiped by max enterprise level 26 is gonna be even more upset by it yeah so it helps the those communities grow together and I and that's why I think they're opening new servers now. Again, I think they got to keep a close eye on it. I think mergers now that we know that they're technically possible. I think that they need to happen with a much higher frequency. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I think that they ha- need to happen at a much higher frequency because you you need to maintain a minimum quote unquote a minimum population. Okay, Rand Susie says it's hard for noobs to get and form alliances. I agree. Okay, uh, you uh, Rev, when you first joined server forty three. 
All right, you went in there, and, and honestly, you were there like on day two or day three. It was chaos there. There was no real alliances. There was mm-hmm. the, 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 the banter and the chat and how do you do this and how do I move my base and how do I build ships. I mean, you took, ugh, you took a tremendous amount of time and taught Server 43. And now, look, fast forward, okay? Uh, how long have you been on 43 now? Two months? Three? Yeah, two months. Two months. Two months, and Server 43 has functioning alliances has Wales, has yeah. a top 10 alliance uh, leaderboard that actually battles it out, okay? They were taught, okay? Uh, Rev gave them a gift, okay? But on a brand new server, let's go over to server 45, where it's a brand spanking new server, and not very many people are transferring to it, I would guess, okay? They're going to have to figure it out just like we did, guys. They're going to have to figure it out. They're going to have to tap into the community. Watch Reb's videos. Watch Fortis and Sync and No One Shell. Listen to my show. Watch Panic's pod video. <laughs> Excuse me. I love I, how you said that with such confidence. Sorry, I, <laughs> I coughed. Okay. Uh, you guys, you got to figure it out. Okay. And, and we've said this a million times. If you don't believe it by now, you never will. But the education in this game is in the community. Okay. If you don't want to plug into that, that's your loss. Okay. And, and obviously, we're speaking to the choir here because you guys are all tapped in. But when you're sharing this with somebody else, okay, when, you, when you're sharing this with somebody else, they need to acknowledge the fact that the education in this game comes from the 18 months of people who have done it before. Okay, and again, I go back and say I'm tease panic. I, lo- I even yesterday when he published it on the Discord, I joked with him. As a matter of fact, I, I told this joke, Rev. I said uh, somebody because I was in there chatting, and somebody said, "Why didn't Keenzer go on your show?" And I said I asked him to. Okay, I actually had a chat with Keenzer. I asked him to. And uh, he said, no, Panic was a better interviewer. <laughs> uh, so I, I joked and teased with Panic. He called me a, a little poop head yesterday on the official Discord. But uh, again, and I said this yesterday on the Discord, and I'm going to say it again here right now. Guys, I, go back and listen. I'm, I, you guys say I'm promoting a different podcast. I, I will always promote good content. You've never heard me do otherwise. You've never heard me say, don't listen to that. Or don't listen to him. You've never heard me say, oh, Rev is bigger than me, so uh, I'm competing with him. Don't watch his videos. Never have you heard me say that. You have always heard me say, if there's good content, go listen. Go watch. Go check it out. Guys, I'm telling you, go listen to Panic's podcast. Okay? That interview with Keenzer, if you guys will give it an opportunity, if you guys will take a minute and listen to it with an open mind, it's a better interview than you guys think. Okay? There was good information. And so because of that, all right, I got no problem with a new player going to listen to that. They need to because it explains mechanics in the game. <laughs> Rev. Rev says I'm a shill. No, I just like content. I like good content. All right, JB uh, says updates on server merges. Yeah, let's talk about it. All right, yeah. servers 194, 194 and 195 are getting a server merge. Now, um, I, I was able, Rev, I'd love for you to contribute with what you know. I know you did a video on it yesterday, and I got to speak to a player called Marias. Marias is on 194. Uh, sorry, 195 is where Marias is from. And his story is different than Commander Taylor's. I don't know if you've got anybody on 194, but according to Marias, he estimates that his server actually has several hundred active players. 44 alliances have currently scored points in the Augment Recruit Alliance event. 44. This does not sound like 
a crazy low population server to me. What do you got on 194, Rev? Well, it's actually funny. We have a bunch of 194 and 195. Well, I would say a bunch, but quite a few from the Apex servers on my Discord. And when they were comparing each other's numbers, we were talking about one server that had whale levels. Like one one of those servers has a Valdor. I mean, it's a very pretty active server. I wouldn't say it's at the level of 15 or 20 in terms of active players every day, but quite a bit. Now, most of those Apex and those high, those 190s all seem to be pretty dead. So uh, now it's almost like a, we had 191 and 192 going together, which is two almost dead servers merging. we got a very vibrant server receiving new players now. <clears throat> we do. This is not the same mechanic that, uh, that we saw here just about a week or two ago. Guys, take a look in the graphics room. This is from server 195, all right, where you're looking at the solo player power leaderboard. Guys, that is not a small server, okay? Mm-mm. You'll take a look there. Tony, uh, who took this screenshot, and I don't know if that's the same, uh, I don't know if that's the same as Marias, but Tony, who sent me this uh, screenshot, is a 5.8 million player and ranked 199th, okay? That's a decent power size. I mean, that's not small, okay? That's not small, and he's the 200th ranked player on his server. As he said, 44 alliances have ranked in the Augment leaderboard, okay? Further, they got an additional uh, event, okay? Let me see if I can find this screenshot. And this is very curious, Rev. We've got an event now. The quantum event. The quantum event, Mm -hmm. okay? We've got this event that's coming out, and I'm trying to find the screenshot for it. Uh, in the graphics room here to quantum assault and there it comes guys they are now creating an event around this uh server merge and and kind of making it uh you know to the point where something is is now something related to the storyline mirror mirror or something to that effect okay this quantum entanglement okay now uh snake eye says i thought it was 195 and 196 yes you did see that screenshot from customer service yeah that was incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> 194 and 195, okay? It's Those... never happened before, so it's okay. <laughs> 194 and 195, okay? So uh, there you go. Now, uh, somebody just tagged me in something a second ago, and I'm trying to find it real quick. Uh, let's see. Stevens Aaron, you're on 149, so you're saying that the leaderboard is not really a good way to gauge. You t- you say that you're on a dead server, uh, but because you're on early day servers and these players are no longer active in the game. I, I get that, okay? I can see that. But again, he's got 44 alliances who have ranked in this event, okay? Yeah, I mean, Even if there's only a couple in each one, 44 alliances, that's a lot of people. Yeah, and, and there's not a, an alliance that only has two or three people, let's face it. Okay, at least the top three, top four, top five alliances, they're going to have a pretty good stash of players. I would imagine they'd have to have 30, 40, 50. You see, uh, you see what Taylor said in the chat there, DJ? <clears throat> so Commander Taylor says combined, okay, combined uh, servers 191 and 192 now have 11 ranked alliances. So you guys can kind of get an idea. Okay. Now, we've got other players saying that you would be surprised at how many servers, or how many, uh, rather, how many alliances have eight to ten players. Okay. The act- Which is fine, though, DJ. Even at eight to ten, you're still talking about hundreds of people. That, yeah, that's, that's 400 players. All right. Assuming, let's, let's assume conservatively eight and times 44. That's 400, 300, 320. 350, okay? So uh, not as small as 191 and 192. Now, let me say this. I believe, okay, I believe that 192 
is still considered low pop, and I think their merging days are not done. <laughs> okay? Guys, don't lose hope. You were the guinea pigs. Okay? You were the test subject. Okay? And it went well. By the, by the way, Rev. You better be happy. Yeah. <laughs> be happy. Uh, but no, I, listen, I, I think you should be because it, it went well. I think they're going to continue to monitor you guys for a little bit. But I got to be honest with you. I would be willing to bet a crisp $5 bill that you guys get another merge in the next few months. And, and I, I'm the, no NDA violation. Nobody's given me a damn thing. Okay. Just I want to be very, very clear. Nobody has said a word to me. But you are still a very small server at 130 players. You, yeah. you're going to get another merge, all right? And, and merging of 194 and 195 proves it, okay? Merging of 194 and 195 proves that they are looking at potentially slightly larger servers to merge as well, meaning that if one let's, – let's be super ultra-conservative, Rev, okay? Our math says 300. Let's say that 194, in truth, has 250 daily actives. Okay, mm-hmm. 250. Then that means that Scopely considers 250 to be low pop. Yeah. Okay, so if 250 is low pop, then good news, 192, you're still there. Okay, you're still in that category. You're still going to get attention. Okay, so I, I think that, that server merges are coming along. I think that Scopely is going to be super-duper cautious in how they approach this with the community. Panic came here and said, put a pin in it. We don't need to talk about it. We're just going to do what we're going to do, and, and we will reach out to the players whom it affects. Well, and I will say, uh, silly panic. Real quick, DJ, <laughs> to give a, give a comparison in numbers, they said 44 on that server active lines. Let's just check server 20. We have over 100 uh, alliances that have scored in the augment event. So that's saying that if 20 is at the upper echelon of 15, which we believe it is, probably over 1,000 active players, it's, we'll do the math, probably around 400 active players for the other one. That's... That's still pretty big to be considered small pop. I agree. I, I'm not. I'm not. <clears throat> listen, I'm not saying that that I know what their definitions are, but I'm yeah. pleased to see. I'm pleased to see <laughs> maybe, but I'm pleased to see that it's not another server of 30 players. Okay, that it, it pleases me to see that they are looking at at servers that might actually, in fact, have two or three hundred. And if you merge that with another server that has two or three hundred, now you got a five or six hundred player a, a server, and and that you're starting to become healthy now. Okay, you're starting to get back to where it should be. And so, guys, this is why I think that the the subject of server merges is definitely not dead. I think the concept of server merges is constantly being is constantly evolving. I would imagine that that a server that they chose for a server merge last month is not going to be the same as what they choose next month because of player mm-hmm. activity, uh, how many people are logging in and clicking each day, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so I believe that uh, that this is a constantly flowing and, and evolving situation. The good news is the first test apparently went so well that they're doing another one less than 10 days later. All right, and, and guys, don't miss the subtlety on that. That's big time, okay? If the test with 191 and 192 went so well that they're willing to do another one in only 10 days, there wasn't a whole lot that didn't go right. You know what I'm saying? There's not a whole lot that didn't go right for them to be ready to deploy it again. Uh, Rev, did uh, did Starquip ever figure out the the leaderboard, the power leaderboard? Because I didn't follow up with him on that. 
Uh, I haven't heard from him, to be honest with you, so I don't know. Yeah, I have not followed up. Uh, Commander Taylor's in the room. Uh, is the uh, alliance leaderboards and, and uh, power rankings and all that stuff, is that sorted out? Is that working? I know that you had mentioned it as well. They, they weren't reporting quite right, but I think that they're, I think they're doing better now. He's typing something, so we'll, we'll read his comment in a second. Maximus says, I agree, DJ. It's encouraging that it went that smooth. I think, I think it is, okay? Uh, Commander Taylor says, uh, clicked on. They are good, okay? So whatever was going on with the leaderboards, uh, whatever was going on with the leaderboards seems to have resolved itself. And so this is good, positive information. So even for some of the bigger players, guys, again, I don't think Server 15 is on the horizon for Server Merge. Sorry, JB. I don't, think we're, I don't think we're next in line, okay? But McRock says, what do you think? the ultimate goal uh a thousand players on a server 1500 2000 rev what do you think is an ideal perfect server because i have to think that me personally i kind of think it's in the two to three thousand range so for me i've got a little bit lower and this is just me playing on a few different ones i think a good range for a server given the number of nodes that are available assuming everybody's a similar level is a thousand to fifteen hundred is a good it's fine to have two to three but i think a thousand to fifteen hundred everybody's active every day that's not overloading a server hopefully less glitches also not overloading all the nodes you don't have as many people crying while still having plenty of people to raid and play with every day it's, it's a curious question, McRock. I'd love to know what Scopely's uh, game plan is. When is a server considered, quote-unquote, green light, two thumbs up healthy? That's uh, a good question. And, and maybe yeah. maybe we can get Panic to answer that next time he's on the show because I'd love to know what Scopely considers uh, to be healthy. And, and I, I said a minute ago, silly Panic. He said, let's put a pin in it. Let's not talk about server merges. But he should have known... Golly, if it's happening, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> but I think we can talk about it in a really positive light. This is a good thing, community. It's happening. Now, listen, it may not happen to everybody who wants it right now, today, tomorrow. Okay? But it's coming for those who need it, and that is what I'm happier about. Okay? It's my money, and I want it now. I want it now. All right. So uh, so there you go. Uh, one or two other things. Rev, while I got you, I, I want to share this with you real quick because this was really funny to me. Uh, and then we'll take a break and, and get ready to go on to the uh, to the last um, last part of the show. Uh, on Facebook, <laughs> there was this screenshot. You guys check it out in the graphics room if you don't mind. Rev, what is your interpretation of this garbage right here? OK, this was on the official Star Trek Fleet Command Facebook page. This was some type of advertisement to get people to download the game, but I was really curious about the logic of this little chart. Has anybody seen this? I appreciate it, by the way. I don't yeah, remember who sent it to oh me. Oh, yeah, that, that was stupid. <laughs> this is very popular among a younger demographic. Like, we do this a lot with my football stuff. Uh -huh. This is incredibly stupid with, for one, like, just somebody yeah, who spends it, way too much time in the game. more of a... <laughs> like my, my first Fancy thought is okay style. i have i have to make a crew that works like why do i i'm no point even getting cur what ship does this go on there's no spock why is there no spock anywhere like why is Stan three dollars <laughs> i want to know i want to know if i can buy five of ten for five dollars because sign me the hell up okay yeah, yeah. for real <laughs> right exactly. should have been a two thousand dollar build your yeah. team Let, <laughs> let's let's get real about this guys that's five dollars a shard okay uh just to be clear uh, no, I saw this, and I, I just kind of wanted to, to bring this up and kind of laugh about it. Um, and, and obviously, guys, we know we're in the game. This is obviously some uh, some type of, of advertising mechanic, but it's really interesting to me because uh, anybody who spends five minutes in this game is going to know, okay, first of all, that Christopher Pike 
is not on the same dollar monetary equal level I will as pay Keenzer. a dollar for Christopher Pike right <laughs> as Keenzer, okay? Like what on earth is going on here? You guys are uh, you guys are being silly over here. Uh, but anyway, nonetheless, I, I thought I'd just bring that up and, and let you guys get a nice little chuckle out of that. That is uh, one of the advertising campaigns that's apparently going on for uh, for the game right now on Facebook. Yeah, there is some weird stuff that goes out on Facebook. I know it's very, very, very interesting. Um, oh, yeah, I saw. Thank you, Epic Neo. I saw the Wharf uh, comment, which is interesting because, you know, Wharf is a next-gen character, but uh, they totally made a Wharf joke on the Facebook. This was a couple of weeks ago. I saw this, so uh, very, very interesting. <laughs> it's a good day. Interesting. To, good day to dye my hair because you're worth it. Wharf it. You're worth it. Um, anyways, oh my gosh, there's another Wharf. Did that come off the Facebook page, Boaz? You, you should have put this in the stupid news because that's where all this is. <laughs> this is good stuff. Guys, uh, listen, let's uh, take a very quick break. When we return, we're going to get into and promote our brand new iteration of Battleship. The rules have changed. The prizes have changed. The ships, indeed, have changed. And you're going to want to be here to listen to how the new game is going to work because you've got a chance to win bigly. <laughs> it's coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Bitch Quick Pancake Mix. Choose Bitch Quick when you're too irritable to make pancakes from scratch. And now, news as it happens 2020 with your host, Cameron Maybe We begin our show today with a new expert on the coronavirus, Dr. Marvin Fisher. Welcome to the show. Let's cut right to this amazing news. What are you thinking might be the cure? For sure, Cameron. It's, you know, and all we have to do is just... It's really so... Uh, wait, uh, Dr. Fisher? And anyone can do it. In fact... My apologies to everyone. We will try to fix the technical issues with Dr. Fisher and get right back to him. But right now, day 87 of the protests in Washington, D.C. Let's go to Mike Gottopi on the scene. Oh, city, Mike, we can't understand you with your protective mask on. Well, apparently Mike can't hear me and we can't understand what he's saying. So let's go back to Dr. Fisher, where he appears to have his Wi-Fi problem fixed. Quiet, Dilly. I'm on TV. Stop barking. Shut up. Well, we're three minutes into the show. And so far, we've learned that Dr. Fisher has a dog named Dilly. Let's take a break. Hi, Joe Biden. It's Donald Trump. Is this a joke? No, it's me calling from the White House. How are you? You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, and with, uh, I don't know. uh... Anyway, I wanted to talk to you about the debates. I'm working on some ideas to guarantee a really big turnout. And that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. Wait a minute. You are Joe Biden. Absolutely not. Okay, now I'm just confused. We need a way to keep the teenagers occupied so they don't sabotage our ratings. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. That's a great idea, Joe. I'm stealing it. So don't try to say you thought of it first because no one will believe you. Gotta go, Joe. Baron wants a bowl of Corn Pops. Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. Okay, that's great. I'll see you at the debates. <laughs> he might be crazier than I am. Baby, tonight's like fuego. We bout to spend a dinero. 
to the extremo, baby. This is the rhythm of the night. Toda la noche rompemos. Al otro día volvemos. Tú sabes cómo lo hacemos, baby. This is the rhythm of the night. Baby, the night's like fuego. We bought the spin of dinero. We bought it to the extremo, 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 extremo. Ritmo. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Yeah, you like the remix? It is a little bit slower. You know what? That was Marvin. That was exactly my reaction when I first heard it. But if you listen to the whole song, it's really good. It's a remake, actually a sample. It's not even a remake. It's a sample of the original from the Black Eyed Peas Sans Fergie. All right. I actually didn't even know this when I looked at the Black Eyed Peas latest album cover. There's only three guys on it. Fergie's gone. She missing. She out. I did. Is so? Is Fergie not in the Black Eyed Peas anymore? I mean, I thought she was still in the Black Eyed Peas, but like, you know, was kind of doing her own thing for a little while. I didn't know that she actually left. Rhythm of the Night, Bad Boys for Life. This, this is the the song from the, the, the new Bad Boys for Life movie. What's that? Omicron was just away for Picture Day for the album. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, she missed Picture Day. There you go. Uh, the Black Eyed Peas there and the new Bad Boys for Life soundtrack. Kind of digging it. There you go. All right, welcome back into the show, everybody. I uh, appreciate you guys all being here. Thank you for uh, for tuning in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as we were talking uh, just right before the break, it is uh, time. Uh, last Wednesday, we finished uh, Battleship Round 1. Yes, we did, ladies and gentlemen. Battleship Round 1 was concluded, as a matter of fact, in quite a historic fashion, as Hugo, German Gregor, came in with the wildest of guesses and finished the game after claiming he did not keep up with the game board. <laughs> it was an epic finish, ladies and gentlemen. No one can still figure out if he was trolling us or not, but nonetheless, Hugo finished round one, which means which means that we had to uh, we had to come up with round two. Now I wasn't ready to start it that day. Panic and I were still working out the prizes. And then we were going to start it on Sunday, and we canceled the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, round two is ready to begin here today. And it was worth the wait, ladies and gentlemen. I do believe it was worth the wait because what you guys are now uh, tasked with being able to do. Snake Eyes, I just realized I've got different things on different computers. Will you, the official rules that I sent you yesterday, can you throw that up in the contest and rule? Oh, we already did we already post it? No, we threw up a new Battleship game card, didn't we? We did not throw up the new rules. The rules have changed. What he did. Uh, no, we threw, up a, we threw up a game card yesterday. So you guys could see, obviously, that the Burrell and the Augur have made an appearance. The new game card is in the contest and rules section. But the official rules have not yet been posted. We announced that we were going to uh, post them here together today. Snake Eyes, I don't have the file handy. Uh, can you... Actually, I might. It's probably in our private chat, isn't it? Oh, never mind. He's got it. Contest rules, battleship, round two. You guys can open that up if you'd like. If not, I'm going to read you the changes. The changes have been highlighted in yellow, so you don't have to read the whole thing, guys. The changes have been highlighted in yellow, and here are the changes for round two. Ladies and gentlemen, in round two, we will be playing with a minimum of two players per live show, but a maximum of four. 
at my discretion. <laughs> I'll decide. <clears throat> Anywhere between two and four players will get to play per episode. That's live on the air as well as the off-air guesses, all right? So we could be going twice as fast. No more than... Did I misspell the number four? Did I? Where is it? More than four? Yep, sure did. No more than fur. <laughs> that's just how I, that's how I spell it over here in, in the country. <laughs> and it, yes, it is still ending in July 2010. Wow, you guys are you guys are great. Thank you with my proofreading. I appreciate that. All right. Uh, yeah, minimum of two, maximum of four <laughs> per show and per off-air. All right. You'll notice that the prize pool has been increased, ladies and gentlemen. If you strike a hit, you are now entitled to win your choice of the following three prizes. If you strike a hit, you can win your choice of either 500, 500, not 300, but 500 three-star uncommon material, 500 independent credits, or, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, don't worry about the date, okay? Forget about the date. <laughs> Forget the date. But, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Snake Eyes says, if you proofread my document, you're disqualified. Uh, Durr says, no, I didn't. Look, 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 Durr. The ISS jelly prints are there. Okay? By the way, you're, you're interrupting my flow, Durr. Damn it. Let me talk. <laughs> you're distracting me. 500 independent Flo credits. Flojo is done. <laughs> 500 independent credits, 500 three-star uncommon material, or three officer badges, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is strike a hit, and you can win three officer badges. All right, hey, that's three officers. That's three badges you didn't have before. Three officer badges, and that's big time. Yeah, Haven, you're right. You said She says the podcast listeners must think I'm crazy. It's because Durr is messing with my face in here, messing with my head. Three officer badges just to strike a hit, all right? If you sink the ship, if you sink the ship, the blueprints are the same. Option A, option B are the same. Option C has been slightly modified. Uh, option D is now to add, yes, ladies and gentlemen, jelly blueprints. ISS black jellyfish blueprints. Durr, it was a negotiation, buddy. It was a negotiation. Just to Pretty get, awesome. yeah, just to get the jelly blueprints was a win. All right, Rev will tell you. We've been shooting for jelly blueprints for a long time. <laughs> All right, if you sink a ship. And you know what? I was actually talking to Gregor about this. You know, I know players like Mac and Big Country and Gregor. Okay? They've already got their jellies. But for some of us who got to grind them out, five ISS jelly blueprints are a big deal. All right, Why that's a big deal. Ten, I actually asked for 15. I ain't going to lie. I asked for 15. Because He's like, uh. all of the... ISS Jelly events end in a zero, so even if they win five, they're still going to have to win the same number of events. Well, there's also the path <laughs> of the Epic Armada chest, right? And and, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, think about this, guys. So I opened an Epic Armada chest. I've been able to open two of them now since being Ops 36. My first one, I got five, okay? But in my second one, I only got one, and I was really miffed about it. So now I've got six, and, and I mean, there's a week-long cooldown. So in two weeks, I've gotten six. Five, I mean, that could speed up your progress anywhere between a week and two weeks. 
All right? Could potentially longer if you got really bad luck. Okay? Sing Just tell Panic he agreed to 10. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Panic, don't you remember? All right. Well, Sinclair says, I'm not interested in that. I'll never get to the level to build an ISS jelly. That's why there's an option, Sinclair. You got four different options to win Captain if you sink a ship. Over here. I know. Hey, you know what? Take a look there, Sinclair. There is half the BPs for an epic ship, which is also huge. 75 blueprints to a level 34 ship. The prize bag is massive. Yeah, guys, take a look. Take a look at my bag. It's massive. <laughs> I don't know. Which would you rather have, DJ? Would you rather have half of an Enterprise or five BJs? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> do we edit that out? I don't think we edit that out. It's fine. All right, let's play the game. Black jellyfish. Black, yeah, black, black jellyfish. It's exactly what we were talking about. All right, let's go. All right, the warship room is open. Ladies and gentlemen, let's find our first player. <laughs> find our first player of round two. <laughs> this show has flown completely off the rails. All right, here we go. Vita's bot, find me a winner, please. Vita's bot has chosen WEG 2020. Congratulations to you, WEG 2020. Alright, let's take a look at the prize list. Make sure Wegg is eligible to play. Guys, the 30-day timer has not been reset. If you've won in the last 30 days, you're out. Wegg 2020 is in the clear. Wegg 2020 is all good. You got the first guess. Wegg 2020, please enter the Battleship War Room and relay your coordinates into the wartime computer. <laughs> Weg 2020 going for going for a simple one. Computer. Weg 2020 says Alpha 1. Here we go. A1 computer. Alpha 1. Target acquired. All right. That is a miss. You guys can mark it off. A1 comes off the card. A1 is a miss. We're going to take two on air today. No, Zakar, I'm not going to do four today. I know I could do four, but we still have a timing thing. All right, I want to try. I want to try to get the game to last, us, you know, at least the next three, four weeks. So I don't want to go super duper crazy. No, I don't want to go too crazy, crazy fast. All right, it's got to last for a couple of weeks. All right, let's find our second player. All right, Weg, thank you for your guess. We can mark A1 off the board. Our next player. Our next player is the USS Patton from Server 13. Congratulations to you, Patton. Server 13, welcome to the show. For those of you listening for the very first time, the game board is downloadable and in the uh, contest and rules room. All right, contest and rules is where you can find a downloadable game card. You also can, you know, download it, print it off. But thank you to Speed Rings and Sinclair for teching up our game card. You can now save it on your computer and actually mark it there on the computer with hit and miss and the ship and all that stuff. Very, very cool. So thank you to Speed Rings and Sinclair for uh, sprucing up our game card. All right. Is it color coded? Uh, I think you did do something with the colors, didn't you? Speed Rings? I think you did. Do yeah, they did. They, they really teched it up. It's nice. All right. USS Patton. I'll give you a couple more seconds, buddy. USS Patton. Maybe missing. Not here. Ruh-roh. 
Front row. Oh, there he is. USS Patton is here, and he's made his coordinate. Let's relay that into the wartime computer. Computer, USS Patton has called B6. Computer, B6. Bravo. Six. Target acquired. B6 is a miss. B6 is a miss. Ransusi, uh, it is cumulative week to week, so it's really super duper important that you listen to every podcast. For those of you joining us for the very first time, thank you for being here. This is uh, what us old radio folks, we like to call listen to win game, a time spent listening game. Every single episode, we're going to reveal a few new coordinates. All right. It's your job to download the game card, listen to the podcast, and keep yourself up to date so that if and when you are called, you have all of the latest information available to you to play the game and win big time. Hey, that's okay. You're fine, Patton. You're good, brother. You're all good. It's a brand new round. So if you've never listened before today, that is quite all right. You got nothing to catch up on. Today is a brand spanking new round, a brand spanking new game card. And a brand spanking new uh, clean slate, if you will. Five ships are out there. The USS Franklin, the USS Botany Bay, the Ferengi Devore, the Romulan Augur, and the Klingon Burrell. Those are the five ships on the board. Hit any one of them and win a great prize. Sink any one of them and win an even bigger prize. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Talking Trek's Battleship. And it is live right here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a player. The odds, Tavi Moses says the odds are zero. No, not necessarily. I guess technically you would have a 17% chance of any one hit being a hit, right? Or any one coordinate. Because there's 17 shots on the board. There's 100 grids. So you got a 17% chance. Odds are pretty good. Odds are pretty good. Sinclair says one in 100, but not really because any one of 17 spots on the board could be a hit. So 17%. All right, and now there's only 98 left. You got it, Weg. All right, guys, uh, let's very briefly uh, do a quick wrap-up. Does anybody else have anything? Um, <laughs> Tavi Moses says, I did not save the ship locations. Uh, yes, you guys are playing on a blank card right now. <laughs> uh, kidding. Hal says, I'm naked. Hey, me too, buddy. I always record the show naked. Uh, anything else that you guys would like to talk about or anything that needs to be mentioned or questions that I may ask uh, or that I may answer for you in the next five minutes as we get ready to wrap up the show? Uh, I will say this. Thank you, Snake Eyes, for the reminder. You guys um, may have noticed in our Discord, for those of you listening in podcast form, please join our Discord. It got a facelift this week, okay? We actually did a major restructuring of the Discord because at the time when we started this show, I hosted the the Talking Trek podcast on the same Discord as uh, as where I host my Galaxy Discord, Server 15's Discord. Uh, and so there was a, a separation of population there, if you will. We had all of our internal Server 15 stuff, and then we had the podcast area. Well, we've decided that uh, we wanted to uh, be a gracious host, okay? We wanted to open up and be available to all, and so we added some of our social rooms, like uh, we got the meets and uh, pink slips and uh, spots, spot, and several other rooms, some of which are completely inappropriate, okay? Um, there are codes of conduct. There are moderators. They, uh, just like on the official Discord, they got the final say, okay? So come in, have a good time, 
uh, enjoy the new Talking Trek community forums. You'll see a, a bunch of new rooms down there below the podcast room where you can just hang out and have fun. There's a room in there called the Nerd Herd where some of our uh, past and present greatest minds of Server 15 have come in to discuss analytics and strategy uh, and, uh, and some math. There's some good stuff in there. Also, uh, Ops 39 Plus for some of the VIPs to be able to go in and communicate uh, and uh, exchange ideas. All right, some cool stuff in there as well. So, uh, ooh, look, Blokeman showing off uh, nude pics of Hal. Yeah, a look under the hood, if you will. Nice. Uh, <laughs> you guys check that out. Uh, for example, uh, there will be, uh, and, and we'll develop other rooms. If you guys want some additional rooms, we'll do that, okay? We'll develop anything that you guys want to see in there. Uh, the Talking Trek community forums are now there for you guys to have a little bit of fun and interact with some of the players already on Server 15 and uh, just kind of wanted to open that up and, and uh, let everybody uh, enjoy their community, get the community expanded just a little bit more. So that's there. Rules are in the rules of this here land uh, room <laughs> where you can see in a description of the rooms and so forth. Hey, just, uh, you know what, be kosher. Be polite to everybody and no one's going to have a problem, okay? Uh, yeah, we'll create a room just for you, Durr. <laughs> I don't want another edit, so I'm not going to tell you what I was actually going to call it. <laughs> uh, I've already got enough edits. <laughs> uh, anything else, Snake Eyes? I think that's about it. Uh, guys, don't forget to check out our website. That is TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you too can come and join our Discord, our brand spanking new Discord, with a new image and everything. All right? It's fancy pants. Yeah. Check it out. Our Discord is there. Also, on that website, you're going to find a link to our Amazon store where you can go and do your normal everyday shopping. Oh, get a Rob job. We forgot about the research thing. Golly, see, we're, we're out of time again. <laughs> gold patron. Yo, we already did it at Gold Patron. All right, guys, I promise get a Rob job. We're going to talk about the research, and uh, we're going to talk about rare armada chests coming up on Sunday. I won't forget. I promise. <laughs> I won't forget. All right, it's all coming up there. Be sure to uh, visit our website where you too can also check out our patron program and become a supporter of this show. Like these fine supporters already. That's Gregor, Gala's Pet, Venkman and I Beglin, Big Country, Trash Panda and Doom, Hank, Lord Neelix and Chuck's the Grunt. These guys are all gold patrons. Pops, The Dark Lord, The Big Rob, Darth Skywarp, Stevens Aaron, JB, Ahab and Energy. Thank you guys for being gold sponsors. Fukum Horns. Yeah, he's a gold sponsor. I, I bombed you. Thorn, Virtual Army, and Moderator Battalion. These guys are gold sponsors. How about Jayberg and Assimilated Fox, Morgul, and DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhani, and Just Skippy. All gold patrons of Talking Trek Live. Thank you so very much. Aceus, Azrael, Dunk, and Bojack. Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Beck, and Tabby Moza. Thank you guys for your sponsorships. Regis, Arthur Pendragon, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Weg 2020, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, 5V3N, and Morpheus. These guys are all gold patrons of the show, and I thank you so very, very much. Uh, yeah, he says, you're always saying McRock, but I should put a Z at the end. McRockZ? McRockZ? <laughs> or McRockZ? Yeah, I'm not, not going to say that right. <laughs> you think I need to pre-record the gold members? Now, nah, see, I like, I like the personal touch. 
I like the personal touch. All right, there you go. And thank you, guys. If you, too, would like to become a gold sponsor, visit our website, Talking Trek STFC, where you can click on the link to become a patron for as little as a dollar a month or a gold patron for $5 or more. Get access to behind-the-scenes footage and special limited-edition content released only for our gold patrons. It's all available online. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host, and I will see you this weekend on a Sunday. Love you, Mina. Bye-bye.